0: Hello and welcome to Talking About My Generation, a pop culture podcast dedicated to children of the '80s, '90s, and even into the 21st century. If you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, We're going to be discussing here movies, video games, and television shows. This week, we are doing something a little different because it's July. And for those who don't know what July is, for if you are a true dyed-in-the-wool geek,
1: it's Christmas time, and Rudolph is ready to bring presents.
0: Pretty much, for for, uh, for those of us geeks, yes. <laughs> uh, I am actually going to be talking about, this is going to be a pre-show for San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, a lot of people call it Comic-Con International. To me, it will always be Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, I have been going since 1991, so this will be year 23 for me. <laughs> oh
1: my god, you're
0: old. Yes, I know, I know, I know. I feel like shit for it, but... <laughs> uh, couple things, you know, for those of you who have no idea what Comic-Con is, um, best way to describe it, I, Mike, I don't know if you've ever been, have you ever been to any uh, conventions out there, Kentucky area? Mm,
1: uh, um, I went to a couple of shows when I was a kid. Actually, this would be a perfect time. I think I told this story in the Night Rider episode. I actually got to meet... David Hasselhoff in 1986 when I was six years old. You bastard. (laughs) He he actually – well, and just to give people some background, I was born with a mild case of cerebral palsy and everybody knows the classic thumbs up and he usually gave that with his left hand. So I have a picture of myself with David Hasselhoff. He is leaning down. He is holding my right hand, which is my hand that's affected by cerebral palsy, which I cannot use that much. He's holding that hand. He's got his other arm wrapped around me and we're both doing the thumbs up while I'm wearing my Knight Rider shirt. <laughs> I also have a personalized autograph. I think it's 8 by 10, 11 by... That's no, not 11 by 10. It's like 8 by 10. It's one of those, you know, what we would call now glossy photos, but I don't think it was glossy back then. It was matte. Um, you know, one of those, you know, things the, that... Yeah, the typical headshot type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was between meeting him at six years old and getting to stand in front of the Ghostbusters, like Ecto-1, like literally oh. getting to stand in front. I stood in front of Ecto-1. I stood in front of Kit. I sat in Kit. I never – I didn't care about the – I didn't care about the goddamn picture. I wanted to drive and talk to the friggin' car. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I, I, I was the worst – the worst customer that they ever had, because I had I still have such an active imagination, but as a six-year-old, I had an even more active imagination than I do now. I wanted Kit to talk to me, and I'm like, lady, screw you. I'm driving here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have been, you know, I haven't been to any big shows. I haven't been to any shows here in Louisville. Um, I would love to go. It just... Oh... It's just, it's just the money thing, honestly. Like hey, I, my, I, 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 I am on such a fixed income that uh, I barely have extra money to do savings to do the comics. You know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm pretty much scrimping by every month. Um, oh, no, I, I
0: completely understand. I'm I am going to be broke going into <laughs> Comic Con, so. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, that's because all your money is in Comic-Con. Pretty much. Tickets, I think. I want to say that I paid 250 bucks a ticket for four-day passes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that's it's only for two of you, right? For me and my wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I mean, you know, it, and I actually got them. I have them legitimately. Please, guys, do not go out and buy them off of scalpers. You're just making the no. situation worse. Yeah. No. And if you get caught, it's not You're worth screwed. it. Yeah, they take your ticket away you're going to ban out. you for
1: life yeah don't just don't <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things where you're not supposed to hop the turnstiles at disney just don't do it because mickey will ban you for life
0: yeah and this is this actually it is pretty serious i mean they have had people that have lost their badges they have not been able to buy them again mm. uh you know because it, it's so damn hard to get in if you're general public. Even for those of us who have been going for multiple years, and you're buying uh, pre-registration passes, I was lucky to get four-day passes. Usually I go for all five days. I I have the preview (laughs) night. But they just did a random generation spot in line for you, so it didn't matter where you were at. Uh, But this is... Comic-Con is the granddaddy of them all. Uh, I mean, that's the best way to put it. It is four days you know, well, five if you count preview night mm-hmm. of just absolute geek
1: porn is the best way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the San Diego Comic-Con, which at one point was going to become Las Vegas Comic-Con. God, yeah. can, you ima- can you imagine how hard it would be to get tickets to that?
0: Um, I, I don't even want it to go there because first off, you got all the people walking around in costume <laughs> in July, in yeah. Vegas, in 125 no,
1: years. No. Uh oh. Um, San Diego is, as, as you said, it, it is the biggest. It is the one time a year that every single geek media option, whether it's anime, movies, TV, uh, video games, okay, video games kind of have their own thing with a few conventions like E3 and stuff like that, but this is the geek hub for all of our interests. Yeah. You go to comic-con and you are faced with, I think, what, what is it? Something like over five to 10,000 feet of show floor or size. So I, I, oh. I forget. I, you know,
0: it's uh, i want to say it's like a hundred thousand square feet. It's all okay. of the floor, all of the buildings mm-hmm. outside. I mean, there, there's stuff, even if you don't go to comic-con, even if you don't have a badge, there's mm-hmm. stuff outside that you can go and participate in, walking around outside. Yeah. It, uh, last year, NBC had a big booth set up, so, set up right outside of where the trolley is, right outside of Petco Park, mm-hmm. and it was a big red glassed-in booth. And when you walk by, it said, who is Red Reddington?
1: And I'm sure you know
0: what I'm talking about, Mike. It was, oh yeah. they were advertising the blacklist. If you went through, you had to spend about a half an hour waiting in line to get mm-hmm. in for this little, you know, two minute segment of a, a trailer for the blacklist. Uh, in previous years, they had uh, the Knight Rider car, the the one from the new series. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Mustang. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which they, they put that out there. They've had, uh, One year they had an entire carnival outside for heroes. And that was the last season. I want to say season four, uh, which they had. And they were doing stuff up for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, It's just absolutely, it's insane what you can see there. And the people that you can see. And even just walking by. uh, (laughs) I'm going to tell this story because this is something that happened to me uh, a couple years back. And I'm still embarrassed as hell about it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm walking, and it first off, Comic Con is crowded as hell. It, it's just that's the way it is. There's wall to wall people, and you just have to deal with it. Most of the people are polite, but sometimes they get in your way, and you're like, Hey, look, come on, move. And they'll just stop at random, especially to take pictures. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy was walking in front of me, he stops to take pictures. I'm like, God damn it, just move. I want to get on the elevator. I got to make, you know, escalator. I got to make my panel. So I'm trying to rush around him and I get around him and my wife turns around me and she goes, hey, did you see who that guy was? I'm like, no. She goes, that was Seth Green. I turn around and I go, what? I turn around. He's on the escalator right behind me. It
1: that kid, he won't get off the escalator. Yes. And I was like,
0: <laughs> and of course I did this whole, oh shit. Cause I knew that he heard me saying, just get, in, you know, get out of the way, step to the side, take a damn picture and move. Cause I'm sure he heard me saying that. <laughs> And then we get up to the top and I'm like, dude, you're so awesome. Thank you for bringing back stop motion <laughs> with, uh, you know, with, with robot, robot chicken. chicken. And he's like, uh, thanks. Bye. <laughs> and he took yeah. off like a shot, which that's fine. You know? And yeah. I saw him again last year and he's kind of walking the floor. Uh, he ran into uh, Gus Grimley or uh, Gris Grimley. I think his name is he's, he's an artist. I can't remember what his name is specifically, but does some nice stuff. Uh, you know, you're just walking around. Uh, a couple years back, I ran into Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just all over. Uh, Clancy Brown. I I bumped into him literally at the Nickelodeon booth. He was getting ready to sign, and I'm looking at him. I'm going, I recognize this dude. So I mean, there's plenty of people to see.
1: Oh and, yeah, you know. I mean, it... <laughs> It is so – it is such – it is easily the largest convention in America. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, I've never been – I don't know if I want to go. Not because I don't want to see all this awesome stuff or see the various things that I would be interested in. But I'm not good with people. In general – in general – In person, I like. I can sit here and I can talk to, you know, you know, special guests, interviewees, all that stuff. I could do a one-on-one kind of kind of convention thing with with special guests like like Clancy Brown, like Seth Green, you know, all you know all all the people you're talking about. But a convention that's a hundred thousand feet of stuff. And all those people that that fit—that's oh my god! I would die. Yeah, I. There's just no way. I I would basically I would basically be, I would basically be Oki from Beverly Hills Cop Three. Take off my elephant head, take out my gun, and fire it in the air because just like Axel Foley. Because seriously, it's like. Oh, my God, people get the hell. Oh, so I would not. I know how I am around people in real just everyday real life. Not necessarily not my friends, not not people I care about, not, you know, celebrities, just people in general. Oh, yeah. There's no way I could survive going to San Diego.
0: Well, let me let me kind of give you guys all a primer of what to expect with some things, because. These are rules that I have had friends ask me who have gone for the first time or who are going this year for the first time. What should I be worried about? Okay, first off, wear comfy shoes because you're going to walk. You're going to walk at least a mile walking up and down the aisles on the exhibit floor hall, you know, Mm -hmm. exhibit hall floor. That's a guarantee, and that's not going up the stairs and and walking around for your halls for the panels that are all upstairs, or mm-hmm. even walking over to the Hilton Bayfront, which is across the street, or going, mm-hmm. uh, going up to the Horton Grand Theater. There's stuff all over, and it's not just in the Convention Center anymore. It's spilling out all over. So you've got a lot of walking you're going to be doing. Don't try to get away with you know the cheap little two dollar flip flops that you see at, at you know Kmart or whatever. Don't try and do that.
1: See that's that's the other thing for me. Okay, granted, I was only six, but I was constantly bitching at my mom. Why do we have to walk so? If, when we went to Disney World in 1986, when I was six years old, like the walking is what will kill me. Also, well, it's just, here's like, go ahead. I'm go ahead. sorry. Well, it, it's just one of those things where I think I would be happy and be able to manage it if it was a much smaller con with, like, say, 20 things that I was really interested in. Yes. You know, Um, if you want to have, you know, 10, 15 guests, you know, like, uh, off the top of my head, Jason David Frank, Kevin Conroy, Lauren Lester, Tara Strong, uh, Maurice Mm -hmm. LaMarche, Rob Pauls, you know, just oh, yeah. you know, you, you name ten or twenty people and then well, you know, whatever it is. Not not just them specifically, those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. And then you give me I'd say maybe twenty different events that I have the option to go to. I would probably be much better at a convention like that, but San Diego, oh my god, it would kill me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, I will state for anybody who is, uh, for anybody who is handicapped or needs a wheelchair or anything like that, they do have an excellent uh, disabled services. Mm. Uh, They will help you out. They do have a little rest area that you can go into and sit down and relax. Um, The one thing that was brought up to me that I just found out about recently is that for breastfeeding mothers, because... You know, hey, look, I know that there are women out there who breastfeed. They don't want to go into the stinky bathrooms up there. And by God, if you are a man and you go into the bathroom, aim properly.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. There there are bathrooms up there that I swear to God, it looks like somebody went off with a sprinkler. <laughs> Can you not fucking aim at the urinal? That's all I'm saying. It's disgusting. Yes. Uh, but, you know, they have they have that area there for people to go. Uh It's the floor does get crowded. Mm -hmm. Just pay attention. You know, one of the things I I tell people is when you go, if you see somebody that you want that is in costume and you want to take a picture real easy, step to the side. Mm -hmm. Okay. if you need to stop on the floor, step to the side. If you're trying to consult your map or you're trying to find out where a booth is and you're not sure, step to the side of the aisle. Don't stand in the middle because all you're doing is blocking the aisle and you're pissing everybody off. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, that's kind of a nice thing everybody kind of knows that and even the people who are having their pictures taken they're pretty good about stepping to the side because they know that they're blocking the aisle Mm -hmm. Uh, watch out for the kids that give out free hugs there are kids every year that show up with these signs saying free hugs a couple things with them is one, they're pickpockets (laughs) two, if they're not pickpockets they're putting their hands in your pockets to grope you Mm. OK, yeah. And I mean, some of them are like mm-hmm. that, along with the fact that people don't wear deodorant. Mm-hmm. OK, um, if you go deodorant, wear it, learn it, love it, live it. Mm-hmm. OK, it, it's just it's an absolute, absolute necessity. Take a can of Axe body spray whatever, you know, just something so that you can spray yourself off. Because with, you know, when you get 300,000 people. And I'm not kidding, 300,000 people in the convention center, all that body heat gets together, the, the air conditioning units have very nearly failed for that building. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's a ton of people, the smell can be ungodly. There's con stink. Mm-hmm. Okay, a uh, couple of other things, don't eat food at the con. One, it's really frickin' expensive. Two, it tastes like shit. Okay, <laughs> usually what they have is they have things like pizza. And the pizza has been sitting under a heat lamp for two hours. Yeah. Okay. And it's going to cost you 11 bucks for a little personal pan pizza. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. Step outside, go to, you know, there's a subway that's a, about a block away. Walk up to that. Um, if you want, there's, you know, there's plenty of places in the gas lamp itself that you can eat. Yeah. They are a little bit more expensive, but it's much better food. You're getting, you know, you're paying a little bit more for much, much better food. Uh Plan for different panels when you go, Uh, you know, the panels that you may want to go and see, they may be filled up or you may have to sit there and wait through a panel that you don't necessarily want to see in order to see the one that you do because they don't necessarily Mm -hmm. clear out the rooms. Yeah. Uh, So that's really important. Uh, And that with that, we'll kind of use that as our segue (laughs) into the panels that are coming up. Uh, There's a lot of stuff here, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday night, I'll just kind of make a quick mention that they're going to have some sneak peek pilots. That's about it. Uh, there's a lot of anime for preview night, but nothing really. No panels, big panels on, on Wednesday. Thursday, um, I can tell you that I have been told, my wife has already said she, since she's going on Thursday, that my first show will be The Legends of TV Land, <laughs> my first mm-hmm. panel. Uh, why? Because I figured you'd go to that one. Yeah. Well, when you look at it, Betty White is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's already been announced that she's going to be there showing up, uh, talking about hot in Cleveland. They're going to have some others. Um, you know, they're, they're going to have some other people there talking as, as well, but definitely Betty White. And that's a given. So she's already said, I have to do that 10 a.m. Or 10 30 a.m. To 11 30 a.m. I'll be in at the Hilton. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other things, um, you know, there, there's stuff in hall H, which hall H is the biggest room. It's uh 6,500 people. I'll be honest. There's nothing really in hall H that I really have to see because this is the one that fills up with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that the first thing in hall H is, Oh, geez, I don't even see it here. Um, Oh well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I'm not going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's stuff, and this is the other thing is plan for stuff in case you can't get into your panel for things that you want to go and do. I have right now. I have a Toy Story that time forgot, which is going to be the upcoming holiday special that they've got for. Uh, it, it's a holiday special short that Pixar's doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that in case I can't get into, uh, in to see Betty White. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know it's a possibility this is the thing be flexible yeah um i mean if if there's anything that you think i should go to mike let me know i'll be happy to try and see it
1: (laughs) um i mean i'm looking at the thursday schedule i mean it's not anything that's super uh, i'm just trying to see here um eh, see for me because i I am such a homebody that it's so easy for me to find because once Comic Con starts, the news does not stop. I mean, oh, yeah. Twitter blows up. Oh yeah. Um. All the things that I'm interested in, most of the websites that I visit will have someone at the at the con or at the panel and do live live um, blogging about it. Um, yeah. The uh, let me see here. I know Sony Pictures is going to be there. On, yeah. um, they'll be at the Hilton Bayfront <laughs> at 1230. What I am really hap- hope, hope that comes out of this one here is actually before that is actually um, uh, 1130 a.m. Spotlight on Bill Finger, the co-creator of Batman. Yes. There is a fan page. I'm going to send you this link uh, on Facebook after the show. There is a fan page to give to make dc and warner brothers give bill finger the credit he deserves because he created so many things to do with batman he came up with the name of gotham city he came up with the batmobile he there's so many things that he he just doesn't get enough credit for and okay sure you yeah. bill finger and bob kane to me uh, for Batman are like Eastman and Laird are to turtles,
0: or no, gra- no, You know, I mean,
1: right? Yeah, I, granted, um, um, granted, uh, Eastman and Laird still do things together. Granted, both of them are are still alive. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. But Bill Finger has always been screwed. Oh yeah, out of out of out of you know credit for you know, helping create and, and and shape what Batman would eventually become. There's several 75 years of Batman panels uh, that, that, that are later in the schedule. Um, let me see here. What else? Uh, Thursday, Thursday, the Charles Schultz and social commentary and peanuts that that'd be a cool panel to go to, but it's not something I'm super interested in. Right. I'm going to, I'm
0: uh, going to skip it for me only because I want to go to, I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. One o'clock, yeah. you know, I mean it's like, damn, and this is the problem I have.
1: Yeah. There's so much good shit you can't be in two you places at once. Go to everything. Yeah. Like if they could if we could make a list of uh okay. Let's just say a two day convention. If we could make a list of a hundred it- two hundred items. Uh no, a hundred items. Make a list of 100 items, have 50 of them on the first day, have the other 50 of them on the second day, and then we pick, you know, the top 25 out of each day, bam, there you go. Granted, it probably would never work, but um, uh, I know a lot of people are probably going to be interested in the uh, Roddenberry Entertainment Presents panel, Um, let me see here... Uh, behind the scenes, science and fictions movies on TV. That's going to be interesting. Um,
0: I'm looking. I, 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 of course, I'm seeing uh, 1984's greatest geek movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to spend time there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you know, I mean, come on, they're going to be talking about that. Uh, they're going to be talking about all these great eighty, uh, all these great movies that came out of eighty four. <laughs> Terminator, yeah. you know, Ghostbusters. Uh, that, that, I mean, those are just name a few. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm trying to see if there's other ones. What is so interesting to me is how does how do podcasts get panels at this thing? Like they must pay out the ass just to do a live record. Like, okay, it's different for Chris Hardwick and Nerdist. It's different for Rob Paulson and Talking Toons because they're in the entertainment industry. Yes, but like, how does something like Talking About My Generation get a panel at San Diego Comic-Con without paying $4,000 to be there? You know, I don't know, and I really want to ask them that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm seeing stuff like the Pop
0: Culture Happy Hour podcast. That's
1: exactly what I was looking at, and I'm like, how the hell? Unless the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast has...
0: um, Oh, well, it's backed by NPR, so that must be it.
1: Well, that must be it, but what I was going to say... like. Unless a podcast has, you know, like like hosts that are in the entertainment industry, there's no way in hell you're getting a, a spot at, at, at uh, uh, I'll tell you one that I'm interested, uh, DC Digital Download This. Yeah. Uh, DC Entertainment's digital initiative has been a pioneer in digital comics and get an exclusive look at the exciting series that make up the future of digital comics with an all-star talent behind them, including Ralph Garman. Uh, let's see. Ra- okay, Ralph Garman. Um... Uh, Mark Guggenheim, Kyle Higgins, uh, Kevin Smith, Cat uh, Staggs, and Freddie E. Williams II. Honestly, the only – see, that's the other thing. If I was ever to do a convention, uh, for me personally, I would limit it to my most interesting things and then go after those guests. Yes. I've actually talked to Kyle Higgins. when I When we talked to him, he was just starting up his Batman Beyond run for the digital series. And he was still on Nightwing. I've been wanting to get him back on the pull bag, but I haven't been able to just yet because, for you know, we talked about it in the Batman Beyond episode. Anyone that had loved that cartoon between uh, Adam Beecham's run and now Kyle Higgins. Uh, he, Kyle is doing such amazing things with that book to expand that it, it's almost like oh, yeah. we have a new Batman Beyond cartoon series we don't but it's almost like we do so that you know the DC digital panel would, would be something cool for me um oh God I see something that
0: a friend of mine uh, my friend Joe Simon who Joe I know you're listening and we'll get to you later tonight because <laughs> you like the Facebook page but uh, Star Trek at 50 from the cage to today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's that one. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's not something that I would necessarily want, but you know, uh, one that I am one the probably the last thing that I'm going to go see on Thursday, just because it's about the last thing that looks interesting to me that day is uh-huh. going to be World of Capcom, uh, where they're oh, going to yeah. actually have uh Capcom there and there's they're, they're going to be talking. This is going to be really interesting because last year when they when I went to this panel, they showed us Ducktales remastered. They also covered the new Strider game that was released. Oh, yeah. um, and, and I mean, you know, it was kind of eh, but at the same time, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so seeing stuff like that, I, I wouldn't mind going. I, there's always hope. There's always hope that Rescue Rangers will be the next game. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, God. I, I know so many people that would love that if that game came back. Or <laughs> Darkwing. Yeah, yeah, I, I you know, I, I haven't really, I'd never played Darkwing for the NES, but I wouldn't mind having a remastered it a pretty, version. It
1: was pretty good, pretty good game. Um, I'm just trying to see the rest of the stuff here. Um, you know, stuff like breaking into animation, writing that, would be a cool panel to go, I, and I'm just saying that these would be cool panels to go to, not necessarily that I would want to go to them, I'm just trying to point out a couple of, uh, you know... The heroes of Star Wars Rebels. If people want a behind-the-scenes look at the new Star Wars Rebels animated series, um, oh good God, I just saw what
0: Hall H six to seven p.m. on yeah. Thursday. Batman sixty-six. Yep. You know why, right? Uh, well, Adam West.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, there is that, but that that honestly, that's not the main reason why. The main reason why is this November the complete television series is coming to DVD, Blu-ray and digital.
0: Oh Jesus.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn yep. it. I'm going to be ugh, fucking broke. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, there's yeah, so, there's a so, bunch so, of stuff.
1: Sorry. Yeah, yeah there yeah, there is a bunch of stuff and I'm just I'm trying to highlight some stuff. Oh yeah. Um for all you, still on Thursday here, for all you fans that want Whedon to bring back uh, Firefly, there's a panel about that at 6.30. Um,
0: oh, God, I just realized there is one more panel that I have to stay for on Thursday uh-oh. night. <laughs> it, it's 6 o'clock. Oh, I, I'm geez. not going to be able to make the Batman 66 because I have to go see Gooners. Goonies Never Say Die. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, I've, I don't know what it is about the Goonies because I honestly don't remember being that young. I remember being that young but I don't remember like what I remember is I swear I will I used to swear about this all the time. I used to swear by my old memory that they had already made a Goonies 2. I know they haven't but I know that they are going to well. but when I when I was younger I could have sworn I saw a movie called Goonies 2. That had all the original characters. I, I it might have just be me seeing the first one. I haven't seen Goonies since it came out. Honestly, I'm probably one of the only people in the entire world that just doesn't give a crap. Um, it's not that I dislike yeah. it or anything. I, it's just not something that that really interests me. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, I I fully recognize, you know, the the cult following and the in the pop culture. Oh yeah, you know, aw- awesomeness of Goonies. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those
0: things, and I mean, I'm I'm gonna see it because I I loved Goonies. I played the Goonies two video game that Konami came out with for for the NES. Yeah. Um, and I always thought, wow, th- they really should have done a movie. You know, why didn't they have a movie when the video game two Goonies two came out? What yeah. happened? You know, and finally, we're gonna get some we're gonna get some answers here from Richard Donner, which I'm thank God is gonna be he's gonna be directing that. So. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, shit, there, there's all sorts of stuff. 815, yeah. Definitive History of Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's something I would go to. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, Let's see. Yeah, and that's
0: this is all still just Thursday.
1: This is just Thursday, folks. This is not even the. This is just one day out of a convention. And that's the other thing I would say. Um, how hard is it to get general admission? It's impossible at this
0: point because you basically... Okay. It's been sold out. There yeah. are no tickets. <laughs> uh, you, you, They actually went on sale back in May, I think it was, and they sold out within about 60 minutes.
1: Yeah. So um, it's
0: pretty damn impossible.
1: All of the other stuff that's on Thursday after... Um, uh, after uh, the uh, definitive history of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of the other stuff on Thursday is not anything that I would be interesting interested in, and anything yeah. after 9 p.m. is all anime most of the time. Yeah, at least according to this schedule, it is. So, um, Friday, uh, let's see here. Friday, s- good. Go Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um I would like to go see
0: that, but that's in ballroom 20 ballroom 20 is usually one of the first it's the big one you know it's the second biggest hall next to hall h and it fills right. up real quick so it's like it's kind of a fuck you if you want to try and get in there i don't bother with ballroom 20 or hall h anymore yeah it's just too much of a headache uh,
1: uh let's see um comics arts uh tarzan john carter of mars and edgar rice burrows what's new uh, no nothing. thanks
0: yeah nothing the guy's been dead for I don't know how long
1: <laughs>
0: um, uh, Maddie Palooza 2014 might be interesting all about Mattel stuff yeah
1: well they're ending the line yes. for Masters and it's like as long as you finish off the core characters which they said that's what their goal was Um, that's fine yeah I'll be I, okay with that I have not had a – Maddie Scalper is just the – like not only their website but who who their lowest bid was that they've been in business with since this line premiered in 2008, Digital River, Worst. It's not as bad as the... Oh, and we we so have to talk about this in a different show. I almost wish we could record a second show because did you see that Comcast uh, story? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) But I'm, I'm telling you, folks, outside of that Comcast story, Digital River is by far the worst company to deal with because they don't know what the hell they're doing. It just oh my god it's a nightmare yeah i i I washed my hands of maddie collector i'm i'm very interested to see what they come out with but as far as actually getting the stuff no thank you yeah um uh, let's see uh 11 a.m image image comics is for inception uh let's see here star wars storyboards the original trilogy oh that's gonna be interesting yeah um uh, Where's the love the strange disappearance of romance comics? Oh god. Yeah. yeah. That's something we don't like. Okay. The reason why I bring up the image panel is because I'm reading like I'm reading my first ever image comics book. Woohoo. And, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it no, I know. came out a little wrong like some of the titles of these companies like OK, IDW Publishing, that's easy because it's Idea Design Works Publishing, but it's just mm-hmm. IDW Publishing. If you look at DC Comics, it's Detective Comics Comics. It, it, oh, anyway, yeah. uh, with, with Image, uh, Kyle Higgins started his uh, creator-owned series called Cowl. It's, and, and this would be something you should check out if, if you're interested in it. It's basically, what if superheroes had a labor union in 1960s Chicago?
0: Oh, I heard about this. I haven't this read it yet.
1: Book is ama- this book is amazing, dude. It is nothing like any comic I have ever read. My This comic you cannot show to kids. They Wow. They're, you know, sometimes in the DC books or the Marvel books or like, even just like you know, Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing, they'll insert symbols to show a curse word, or they'll use dashes. Yep. Oh no, cowl. They say fuck. they say shit. They I, I, it. It's like Fable all over. It, it's well, I don't know about that because I, have, I haven't read Fable, but oh, <laughs> it's it, that probably sounds like I shouldn't. Uh, well, <laughs> um, no,
0: I'll, I'll discuss Fable with
1: you later, but it, yeah. it's. <laughs> it, Cowell is super interesting. It's based off of characters from Kyle's uh, student college film called The League. It's a 27-minute short film, and I use the term short loosely. Um, but uh, it, it's based off characters from that, and it is an amazing book. It's a, like – in issue two, one of the heroes, in order to stop a criminal – actually puts a gun down the guy's pants and you, I'll take a screen cap for you. You'll, oh, <laughs> you'll fall Jesus. over. You'll fall over. Oh, what the hell happens to this? So, you know, I, you know, I use for inception, the, the, the image comics panel, that would be something I, I, I'm interested in. Um, I may, I, I'm going to check that. Cause that looks, uh, you know, as a possible,
0: in case I can't get into something else, you know, yeah, because one of the nice things with the way the Comic-Con website is set up is that you can actually kind of go and check and create your own schedule. Right. I take and I upload that into my smartphone so that when I'm walking around, I can actually look at the schedule and go, oh, here's what's going on. Oh, I'm going to miss this or let's see what else is close to me.
1: Right, uh, right. Um, uh, I'm even scared to look at this one. Uh, oh, okay, never mind. I see a title called Drunker Than a Skunk, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's oh, see. here we go.
0: All the bronies will be excited about this. 1145 Hasbro Studios. My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys, if you're bronies. Great. Good for you. Not my cup of tea.
1: <laughs> I know some people that, that are, but they're not to the extent that the Internet portrays them to yeah. be. I, I know some guys that like it. I know my buddy Jason Duvall from Toy World Order. He likes it. Um, but he doesn't – He he's not as – he's not a creepy guy at all. He he's, he's not like some of these online fans that have attached themselves to these horses. It just – Oh, yeah. You know, I, I got 16 episodes into the first season of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and I just – I, I like the story. I like the characters. I love the voice acting. It's just—it's not the animation style that I don't like, but there's just certain things they do with the ponies that just to me look too human. It—it—it's it, it, just certain things about it I, I just I just don't care for, and I have not gone back to root re- to, to to watch more of it. Yeah. Uh let's see. AMC's The Walking Dead for all you zombie lovers at noon or at 1220. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who told
0: me, she goes, you have to go to the panel and record it if you can. I'm like, uh, yeah, we'll see.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry. No. <laughs> Again, Hall H, which I'm going to be trying to avoid. Avoid, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, you know, guys, don't get me wrong. There there are a lot of good things in Hall H and Ballroom 20. It, yeah, it, Don't think because I'm saying I don't want to go there because of the panels, because of how crowded it's going to be, that it's not going to be something worth to go see. Mm -hmm. It's just I know what it's like. This is me with my experience. There's a lot of good panels that you can find in some of the smaller rooms and just walking in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, cool. I didn't even realize this was going on in this room. Uh, This is how I found out about Quick Draw about five years ago with, you know, it it had Scott Shaw and Sergio Aragonis. Mark Evanier. Mm-hmm. Um, they they bring in these guys who are basically cartoonists and they just say, they give them subjects and they have them draw crazy things. Like uh, one year they did. What would happen if, uh, if you were cast in the Spider-Man movie and one of the guys drew, uh, he drew Spider-Man with his pants down and shooting spider webs out of his butt and saying, what too realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, these guys all have a sense of humor and you see stuff like this all the time. Uh, but it's this is why you go to certain panels, because sometimes you just walk in and see something that you're like, oh, wow, this is great. You know, don't waste it by skipping something that you think is going to be lousy just because, you know, you can't get into it. You can't get into something else. Uh, uh.
1: Yeah, something else on Friday I'm interested in, uh, 1.30 p.m. IDW and Hasbro, Transformers, Ponies, and more. Uh, That has got John Barber and Carlos Guzman, two of the IDW editors, along with Michael Kelly, Hasbro's director for Global Publishing. They're offering, you know, comprehensive overview of all things IDW and Hasbro. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Um, I'm seeing,
0: God... Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I know that there are people that are out there that are fans of this show. I could care less about Game of Thrones. I really could. I am
1: I watched a couple episodes. I'm like, hmm, moving on. Uh, I, I'm not paying for HBO just to see one series. If they brought The Sopranos back, that's the only way I'd ever pay for HBO again.
0: Well, I think everybody's watching it because there's a lot of sex and nudity in it.
1: You know hey, what? Uh, uh... I'd rather just have Showtime and watch the, 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 the after-hours movies on Showtime, the softcore stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's Okay, so uh, 2 p.m. on the Friday, we have Star Wars uh, A New Dawn. Uh, new era of Star Wars. Storytelling begins in September with Star Wars A New Dawn. New York Times bestselling author John Jackson Miller, uh, Shirley Shapiro, uh, editor at Del Rey, uh, so they've got new Star Wars stuff. Also at that same time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figure re, uh, review. Uh, Join Playmates Toys, the master toy licensee for TMNT since the 1980s, as members of the mutant marketing team prepare to unleash the shell.
0: I, you know, I, I've got one that I'm still. I put this down as a possibility, as much as I hate Cartoon Network <laughs> and I hate Adult Swim. the new animated comedy series Mike Tyson Mysteries actually looks like something that would be worth a watch. God, no. Yes. God help us all. Mike is aided by the Mike Tyson mystery team, the ghost of Marquess of Queensbury. Uh, Mike's adopted Korean daughter and a pigeon who was once a man. (laughs) So you've got, okay, just bizarre stuff put together for this. I'm kind of going... You know what? I might actually watch that. Give it an episode and see.
1: <laughs> I'd rather have a combination of Mister Chi and rock and roll wrestling come back than watch this show. <laughs> oh. uh, let's see. Let's see here. Um, what else? Uh, battle for video game fans at two thirty p.m. on Friday. Battlefield Hardline: A visceral world of crime and revenge um i I've seen the battlefield hardline trailers and some of the gameplay it the battlefield video game series to me is all about wars we've been in like they did Battlefield Vietnam they did battlefield 1942 they you know they they've done video games based around real events and Battlefield hardline to me it just seems like they're having a war in a city against the police and, and stuff. It just yeah. it doesn't seem like a Battlefield game at all to me. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. At 3 p.m., we have uh, uh, Marvel Television Presents. Uh, this is going to be Jeff Loeb uh, returns with exciting news and fun surprises for fans. Join Jeff and the cast of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel Agent Carter in this can't-miss panel that will take your behind-the-scenes into the future of Marvel live-action television series. Yeah. I'm I'm more interested in Agent Carter right now than I am Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., those first five episodes I watched were just so bad. I know by about episode 10 of the first season it gets better, but it's, I am just so far out of it. Yeah. No, I, I don't blame
0: you at all. It's one of those things I, I have been trying...
1: You know, I really want to believe
0: that. Okay, it gets a lot better. Like it's like Lost, but yeah. it just it's it's hard to get into. Yeah. Uh, for me, Friday though, I won't be going to that. I will be waiting until three <laughs> thirty to go see Digging E. T. Behind the scenes of the Xbox Originals documentary Atari Game Over. <laughs> uh, this is all about. For those of you who don't know, they went out and they dug up. Alamogordo, Mexico, New Mexico, and they found the Atari games, the E.T. games that were so horrible. And it wasn't just E.T. games that they buried out there. It was things like Yars Revenge and old consoles. But they buried all of these things in a landfill. And these guys actually did a documentary about tracing it down and trying to find it, whether it was actually an urban legend or not. Guess what, guys? It's real. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to going to see that. I actually would love to see the documentary. I don't have an Xbox, so I can't go and watch it on the Xbox original show. I'm gonna have to find some way else. You know,
1: yeah. it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, there are certain interesting panels here that I haven't mentioned. But something that you know, any of the panels that have that have to do with comics and breaking into the business is interesting. They have a panel oh, yeah. also at four o'clock called um, uh, "So You Want to Be a Comics Retailer." Uh, that's going to be interesting. Um,
0: because not,
1: not everyone can be a comic book store owner.
0: Yeah. You're not going to end up like Stuart from the big bang theory. (laughs) You know, there are some people that do, that are really pretty successful at it. There are people who suck because they just don't carry what everybody wants, you know, bottom line. But this is kind of talking, I've actually been to this particular one. Uh, this panel, couple of years back because I was it was in between some other panels that I wanted to see and they're kind of they kind of talk about things like business models they kind of talk about uh, what you want to see like what you need to have things like uh, displays in store what brings people in high traffic areas they talk about a lot of these things and not you know it, they it, it's more even if you're in a bad area but you have everything that anybody would want, yeah. And you do things, you do special promotions, you bring people in and keep them coming in. That's the key to it. You know, that, that's really what they talk about in there. And, and it is interesting. It's fascinating to get into.
1: I love how all these other, all the, all the panels we've talked about, everything that I've rolled my mouse over, everything has a description. Yet at 4.30 p.m., 20th Century Fox Presentation. Friday, July twenty fifth, twenty fourteen, in Hall a. It doesn't have a dang description. Like, what? Seriously? I know they—they're they're probably not going to want to blow their load, but it's yeah. like, really? Come on, give us something. Well, some of it, some of that is due to
0: because th- this is what happened in previous years. Uh, the year that the Avengers came out, uh, yeah. the year they announced the Avengers, Marvel didn't show up at all, uh, and so they were kind of scrambling at the last minute to throw shit into Hall H. So they had things like um, Knights of Bad Astom. They had things like um, Snow White and the Huntsman that were thrown in there last minute. And Hall yeah. H was it was empty and it was like, what the hell? Normally, this is a full hall. Uh, so, you know, Fox doesn't want to necessarily do stuff like that. They want to bring, you know, they, they tend to bring stuff at last minute that they announce. And it's kind of like, yeah. oh, here's what we've got. Partially yeah. because they're trying to see who can bring stuff at the last minute or what actors they can possibly get to show up. So it's, I kind of understand what they're doing, but at the same time, it sucks. <laughs> you just kind of have to yeah. sit there and wait and go, what are they going to show us? Uh, but yeah, there's, there's so, God, there's so much shit here. Uh, Friday. Cause I mean, there's not a whole lot like Friday evening ish. Uh, there's well there, that I want to see. There's like uh sleepy hollow that they're going to have a panel on that. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I I really need to get into that show and I just haven't found the time.
1: I watched the first, I watched the first seven episodes and then it wasn't anything about the show that made me turn it off. It was more so Fox moving it around in order to, you know, play, you know, need to their, you know, not that I I'm a huge baseball fan, but Fox last year when season one first premiered, they premiered it around the same time as the baseball playoffs and then the world series so it took like 2 weeks off for the world series and then it took another 2 weeks off because of holidays and it just when when any television network jerks around with a show like that i immediately walk away and say i'll catch it when it hits netflix and i'll yeah. watch it you know that way
0: yeah and there's so much more that's moving towards that for binge watching anyway so oh yeah absolutely uh, probably the last the last thing that I'm going to watch on Friday is going to end up being the Musk of Tusk in Evening with Kevin Smith. Uh, in previous years, Kevin would do a whole panel where he'd just stand up there and talk bullshit for an hour or, you know, an hour and a half, whatever it was that he had. Uh, and it would be in Hall H, but they would always do it on Saturday. Uh, this coming This year, they're breaking that up, and they're forcing him to go to Friday, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. So I'm looking forward <clears throat> to that. Um, but yeah, God, there's, let's see, Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman documentary, Nerdist, Nerdist
1: Gaming. Yeah. Jesus. So much stuff on on Friday. Oh yeah. Uh, And I really don't think we can go through, I mean, is there anything on Saturday that you're going to really be interested in?
0: Yes. Saturday, I I, I know we wanted to kind of keep this short, but Saturday I've got Phineas and Ferb there. This is going to be important because Phineas and Ferb, they're going to do a debut. I'm pretty sure they're going to do a debut of, because they're talking about, they're going to talk about uh, Phineas and Ferb Star Wars, which comes out later that day. Yeah. Uh, So they're going to have Jeff, they're going to have Jeff and Dan there, uh, Vincent Martella, Allison Stoner. Uh, They're all going to be there promoting this, promoting, you know, uh, Phineas and Ferb. So that's going to be the first thing that I'm going to see. Um, I'm looking here to see what else there was that i really was like i have to see this
1: 11 a.m nickelodeon teenage
0: yes that's another uh-huh. one that i wanted to see um i've actually got that marked uh, uh jesus let me see um christ what else have i got here uh quick draw at 11 45 and i'm going to stay because right after quick draw will be cartoon voices number one yeah. And they're saying with that, that Mark Evanier will be there. Josh Keaton, Sherry Lynn, um, David Sobolov, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, Jim Cummings. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah.
0: Winnie the Pooh is going to be there. I've Yeah. Okay. <laughs> done. <laughs> Darkwing yeah, yeah, yeah. Duck, done. <laughs> uh, just yeah. for that. Um, yeah, let me see. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 30th Anniversary 2 on Saturday. Frank Miller's Sin City 2... Uh, wonderful world of Will, Weird Al Yankovic that unfortunately I don't know if I'll, I'll make it because that's off site that's at the Horton Grand Theater which is meaning I have to pick up a shuttle to pick it up yeah. uh, 1.45pm the blacklist yeah yeah <laughs> I mean it's like god again And, and of course, the problem with that is because it's at 145, it means I have to miss, if I see that, I have to miss Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' 30th anniversary. Right, yeah. It goes back to the
1: and choosing thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's like, damn it. you know. And this is part of the problem is you want to see so much stuff, and some of it is you just can't because there's so much. Uh, Disney's Gargoyles' 20-year anniversary at 5 p.m. Uh, Constantine at 5.15. Yeah.
1: yeah, they really do a, do a number on on scheduling
0: these panels, don't they? Oh, yeah. Adam <laughs> and Jamie Do-It-Yourself Superheroes. This is Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman. They're going to be there yeah. from Mythbusters. Um, see, and, and 8 p.m. In, in Hall H. This is why they're not doing uh, Kevin Smith on Saturday. Warner Brothers TV with The Flash, Constantine Arrow, world premiere of Gotham.
1: Oh, God. Uh, and see, what what makes me... As someone who sits at home and watches all this stuff unfold on the internet, what makes me so upset... And I know they'll usually uh, put something longer out there, but it's like, okay, you can film everything up to this point. Everyone has to stop. We'll show you the stuff. And then you can start... Like, It's like, oh, God, just let people film it already. People are going to... Uh, yeah, I, it's this one thing. Like I, I get it. Conventions don't want you know companies don't want stuff leaked. I understand yeah. that, and you know the whole point of paying for a convention like this is you get an exclusive and it's not out there for the rest of the world to see. But it, I, as someone who sits at home and doesn't pay for the convention, I still want to see when other people get to see it. Right, um, but you know, Whichever uh, yeah, uh,
0: you know there there are a few things on Sunday that I definitely wanted to cover. Uh, you know, I know we're kind of pushing past this here, but like after about eight o'clock, there's nothing really on Saturday. There there are things to yeah. do outside, but you know it's not worth it's right. not worth it to me. Uh, Ten thirty, they're going to have I you know I kind of want to see this. They're going to talk about the documentary Bat Kid, the film. This is about yeah. the kid from San Francisco that ends up becoming Batman to go and save the San Francisco Giants mascot. Uh, They did this whole thing as a make a wish, and, yeah. and you know I really do think I want to see it because it looks really interesting. Yeah, uh, but that's at ten thirty. The problem with that is at eleven thirty,
1: cartoon voices number two.
0: Yes, and that <laughs> is like Greg Berger is going to be there. Grimlock,
1: yeah. me Grimlock,
0: me Dinobot leader. You know, yeah. come on, <laughs> you know. Uh, How do you pass that up? And my the other problem is that my wife loves the cartoon voices stuff, too. So, you know, it's (sighs) two places at once. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And there's, you know, Sunday, there's not a whole lot that I want to see. There's the strain at one forty five console wars. I probably will go to this one. Uh, it's it's basically about the book Console Wars: Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle That Defined a Generation.
1: Right, right.
0: And it's they're gonna have Tom Kalinski from Sega of America, Al Nilsson, uh, Bill White. Uh, these are all former employees with these companies, and they're basically talking about the battle that went on back in, uh, you know, back in the nineties between Sega and Nintendo. Right, right. And that to me is really something interesting. Um, you know, there's just so much that. God, you know, the problem with Sundays is that because they kind of just run out of time and mm-hmm. it's a shorter day. It, it, Con is only open until five o'clock that day. Right, right. And so it's kind of like at the end of it, that's it. You're done. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, and And see, this is why I was asking about like if they have day of admission sales. And I know they don't for Comic-Con because like honestly, most – <sighs> Most of the general admission people, if they were to ever do actual general admission like day of show, uh, Friday and Saturday would be the premier days to go. Oh yes, yeah. you know Friday and Saturday are the days to go. for for people like you who you know usually go all five or you know four out of the five, you know, hey, you know that that's great. you have a lot to choose from. but you know like you were saying, pick and choose your battles. It sucks that they overlap scheduling so you can't go to this one panel that starts at this time because you're going to miss this other panel that starts 15 minutes later while you're in the other – while you're in the first panel and all that stuff. Um, Like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, I want to create a convention that – I can have it all catered to my interests not necessarily saying that I would, you know, exclude stuff but like for me to be able to go to a convention it has to be stuff that I am absolutely interested in, interested in and want to go to. The well, other thing we didn't really bring up is the lines. Not necessarily the lines to get into the panels. But the autograph lines, oh my god. (laughs) And I'm really kind of pissed
0: off at CCI for this, and this is just me being a a little bitch about it. Uh, They did not post up the damn autograph schedule as of the time of this uh, recording, so it's shit. Uh, I know that there are going to be certain people there. I know that uh, Bill Farmer is going to be there. I know that Jason David Frank is going to be there because they've already said that they're going to be there signing autographs. Uh, But as to who else... Hell, if I know, I really would like to know because should I wait? You know, should I? Is there a chance that I'll see Dan Povenmeyer and, you know, Swampy Marsh
1: for an that autograph be, session? Yeah, that would be awesome. I have been dying to get them on for an interview and I've never been able to get an, an answer out of either one of their their respective agents. Um, they're, well, they're, they're some of the busiest guys in the business. No, and I, I know. <laughs> well, you know, it, yeah. I got a I got a fifteen minute phone interview with the guitarist from one of my favorite bands. You know, I got a 15-minute phoner from with Dave Brenner from Theory of a Deadman. If and I'm not saying this about Dan and Swampy specifically, but you know, in my interview requests, I'll lay out, okay, you know, this'll you know, our interviews last 30 minutes to an hour, but we can cater to time yeah. available. For for these th- these people and if they say hey you got 20 minutes great I don't care I'll take it, it yeah. it's 20 minutes I can talk to you know people that I've enjoyed creating stuff that you know that that have created stuff that I enjoy. Yeah um, and that's part of the other problem
0: with these panels is just you get you know you, you want to see so much and you want stuff to be revealed and then yeah. they have to cut it short and yeah. it's just you can't go on and on and on. It, that's life. You know, that's life guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I just
1: wish that I could find somebody that has a center row seat in the Phineas and Ferb panel that is actually taking video, not necessarily of the preview, but of the actual panel. Cause there's so many in past years of comic con, I've found people that have taken good video, but it's, you know, because they're sitting all the way over to the right or all the way over to the left. Yeah, no one is. I've never found anybody that is truly dead center to be able to pan left and right, uh, you know, down the down the table line. Here's here's the secret with this, guys. If you're going to do
0: it, uh, you're better off. Honestly, most of the time with the bigger panels, they have screens. Take a shot of the screens and just keep it on the screens. It's a lot easier. They will switch and pan across the audience, especially as they start talking to everybody on the panel much much easier yeah yeah um, you know i know that when i go to the cartoon voices i will be recording those because uh, really you don't need to see these guys do it i mean it, it's great to see them actually do the voices oh yeah but come on you watch them on cartoons you see them on animated stuff you listen to them that's what's oh, so absolutely. good about it <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah you know uh so yeah you guys I'll, I'll definitely have some stuff i you know i i know that we're cutting this short here because you know it's we're at an hour now, uh, yeah. but I will be going around throughout comic-con. I will be having a t-shirt on that will add a, that will advertise talking about my generation. Uh, if I'm standing in line, I'm going to be pulling out the recorder to interview people while I'm standing there. If I see somebody who looks interesting walking by, I may give them a five minute interview. I'll have cards. I'll be passing out, you know, for people who are interested in talking about my generation. So keep an eye out. Uh we're pretty much done for this episode. I, I, I don't have any music I want to play here. I'm, I may be thinking of something. I don't know. Uh, but I do want to thank everybody for listening. Mike, I know, that, um, I know that you've got some stuff coming up for
1: GeekCast Radio. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. Just go over to GeekCastRadio.com. You'll find it all. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
0: good. Sounds good. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out because we had six people that actually liked the page here from Facebook. Uh, I have Joe Simon. uh, So I want to thank you for listening here. Facebook sucks, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I mean, there's there's been people who have liked it. Nathan Caldwell, uh, Jeremy Fine. Uh, I want to thank everybody who has liked it recently. Uh, again, we are going to be giving away the Comic Con exclusive uh, Mattel Batman for anybody who's liked the page. That will be going away here, being in a drawing. Once I hit 100, I've got 25 people left to go. Come on, folks. And if you listen to this at Comic-Con, great. Come up and stop it. Stop me. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's it. I want to thank everybody for listening.
1: Good evening. This is Snapper Car reporting. Pretty routine stuff for you, isn't it? Sorry. Third night in a row with no sleep. Shut up. Shut up! I'm not hearing this.